what matters most for your business right now, focus on the important things, but what matters most to your clients is gonna be very important to continue to navigate 2020. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 133 of The Real Word. Word is up. All right, we had a promise last week. We promised you we would cover the Brad Inman keynote. It was a six-minute keynote. Never saw a shorter keynote in my life, Brad, but very well done for Inman Connect, which was last week. I wonder if he was in his Zoom room. Maybe they, mm, that was this, well. No, they didn't use Zoom. They used this company I never heard of, Big Marker. Oh, yeah, it was very when I because we talked my, about Zoom rooms. I think last time he had like I, this pink background. I think that was at his house. It was very yeah. nice. But when I did the Northeast panel for Inman Connect, uh, I got to see a little bit of that Big Marker. It was very interactive, nice setup for like an event like that. Probably yeah. better than using Zoom. Never heard of it until Inman introduced it. But they're always ahead of the curve. Always. You know. Okay. All right. So we watched together. We did. We did it together. I was here early enough to watch it with you. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. And I watched it separately. So I've watched it twice now. Wow. You feel better about it a second time? Uh, yeah. I feel okay. great about uh, Brad's six-minute introduction to Inman Connect, and we're okay. going to just give you our high-level bullet points. He had that nice little story in the beginning about Carrie, who owns that bakery, and. California. He I mean, he was very specific. I mean, he told us what road he went on to get mm. his soda bread. Irish soda bread. You, what is what, soda bread? Is that like, what is that? Um, bread. What is it? That's got soda in it. Is I don't know. True? Yeah. No. no, I think it's, it's, it's an Irish thing. Is it like thing. angel food? Is that what no, it is? No, it's harder. It's much more oh, okay. dense. It's a little bit know. more dense. It's more like bread. a, you know, like a, like a, like a, like a, um, like a, what's that? I want to call it a crone. What is it? It's not a crone. A like croissant? a No, hard. Croissant soft. No, like a. Oh yeah, scone. Thank you. It's like a scone. Yes, kind of. It. But it's like, but it's bread, but I think it's a little bit puffier. You may actually enjoy it with your lobster. Larry David loves scones. So maybe that's a. I don't know. I don't know. California thing. He's in California. Anyway. Anyway is right. My biggest takeaway was right in the beginning mm-hmm. after the, uh, story about the bakery and he's talking to this, this baker that she says, listen, you know, was is over. Everything we remember from before is now done. Right. New world, accept it, move on. Spoken like a true entrepreneur yeah. who has decided to make a pivot in her business. Mm-hmm. Brad said he doesn't know if was is over, but what he does know, I love this quote we mm-hmm. were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Life gets better when we let go of ideas of what we expect things to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's a, there's a, I mean, that's. You had another quote that was similar to that. Expectations, he also said, can be a problem zone for human beings. I always talk about that too. Like, even in relationships, life, your team, your, yep. you know, whoever, people you're working, whatever. If you're not over communicating what the expectations are, if you're not letting it be very clear mm-hmm. what your expectations are, then somebody else is going to have a different expectation of what 
they expect out of you. And when people are guessing or making up expectations in their own head, I agree with Brad. Right. That's a huge problem zone. Well, again, it's all about, I think right now it's it's managing disappointment and managing what you can manage. Yeah, bringing that back to the client. Right, exactly. Right? You don't want them having expectations uh, that are different from the reality in the market or, or different from how the transaction's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell Ness to go on mute and how my computer's making noises at me. Yeah. Reality is a lot more interesting than fantasy. Huh? Hmm. How about that one? How about it? How about that for a mic drop? Right now, I feel like anything can happen, right? You feel like reality is a fantasy? No, no, it's more interesting. It's saying it's more interesting than fantasy. I agree. Yeah, right now. There's a lot of people that are unfortunately stuck in the mud because of what we've gone through since March, meaning... They're just thinking about how they want their life to be. They're fantasizing about what they will do one day instead of taking action in reality. Well, I think the biggest problem right now, though, is people are also mourning the loss of what was, too. Mm. Where well, it's over. I feel like enough time has gone by where, it, you know, you yeah, can't you can't look back and, and, and wonder what was or what could have been or what August supposed to but look like. I mean, like what would you be or, mourning? Like, you lost, say you lost your job. So you're well, somebody who lost your job. No, but you're just more, you you're mourning life. Like my children's lives. Like even last night. Like well, your children are alive. Right. But they're also, they're sad. Like they're sad about the fact that they can't do the things that they're used to doing. They can't see the people that they're used to seeing. That they don't go back, they don't get to go back to school like they, like they, I know, like they were. Think about the perspective of what other kids across the world I, go through I, every I, single day. I 100% yeah. agree with you. But you also, as an agent though, you ha- you ha- you have to be empathetic. You have to understand what it is that everyone's going through. But I do think that with that being said, there does come a time and a moment where you do have to freaking pull up your skirt and like oh, move yeah. on. I mean, yeah. people that have lost their job during this, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. But the minute you lose your job, your job is you have a job immediately the next minute. It's, it's to, to get, get a, a job. new job. Right. Your job is to get a new job immediately. And you can hit the pavement. Even in this health crisis, you can look at the job reports. People are getting hired every single day in this country. So there's not a lot of excuses. I think mourning to me is a word when when you lose a a loved one. I don't, I don't really see mourning in this situation personally. Yeah. Uh, respect where you're coming from, of yeah. course. And when we think about our clients, right? When we bring it all the way back to real estate here and I think about our clients, mm-hmm. like, yeah, what was like, you could have gotten a deal in February. Like I was talking to Heidi who, who works with us on the team. She closed on her home, I think yes. in March or February. She killed it. She, I and mean, she her, could sell it probably. Well, her, her neighbor's listing for like 7,500 K more than what she bought and they've got like one less bathroom, like perfect timing, but you can't go back in time. You could have gotten a deal in January, February comparison to where the market is today, but that's not reality. You're living in fantasy the minute you start thinking about how great February was Was. for your life. Yeah. Confusion, right? And because the markets move so fast, Brad says confusion brings a thirst for information. So as agents, as real estate professionals, brokers, teams, and agents, Mm -hmm. we have got to fill that thirst we've got to hydrate people right. with the information oh you feel good about that one that was a good I, one i just made that one up on the you fly did. there nicole hydrate it. hydration for thirst okay uh nikki on our team sent me a tiktok message it was a tiktok because i love sparkling water this doctor was saying that 
Sparkling water doesn't hydrate you the same way as flat water. I guess I wouldn't be surprised to hear that. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Bubbly it and it like puts too much pressure on the bladder and it, and, it, and it basically flows through your system without absorbing the water, I guess. You're supposed to drink, according to this doctor on TikTok, wow. this is where I'm getting Is this my where we're going? This is advice. where we're heading? You're supposed to drink one sparkling water to three or four flat waters. That's supposed to be the ratio. You're supposed to do sipping throughout the day, chugging. I would just chug about eight or nine sparkling waters a day. So I was completely not hydrating the right way. Hmm. So, which may, means, that's why I'm always thirsty for sparkling water. Just a little fun fact for you there. Hmm. Not from Brad, but that's just from my own, I don't know. You just wanted to hear TikTok-ing. yourself talk a little bit? Uh, technology. He, he made it a point to speak directly to all of the technology entrepreneurs that were following Inman Connect. Mm-hmm. Don't let the critics discourage you. Right. All right. He wants to make sure that every step of the virtual experience becomes possible for the end consumer. So he wants people to fight through like Rich Barton did when they told Rich Barton that Zillow wasn't going to work, right? How many people have said Zillow's going to fail? Zillow's going to go bankrupt. Stock's at 80 bucks now, folks. I've been saying that. You can go back into the, I don't know, into like the episode 30s and 40s if you want to see some of that stuff. Told you to buy it at like 20-something dollars, and, and it's now at 80 it's a little fun fact. Thank you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that. Mm-hmm. All right, so you spoke directly to the tech people. But here's the big punchline. Our value has never been more obvious as real estate agents. Ethics and service, he said, are the values that are rewarded today. Do you agree? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I think now more than ever, people are looking for guidance and going to a professional to help them sort of navigate this. Um, and again, it's not even necessarily about, because I, I think some people would argue that our jobs are easier now than ever because like we're just getting multiple offers, but I do think that it's harder than ever. You know, you have to sort of sift through all these buyers. You have to sift through. This is a harder market oh, if you're absolutely. working with buyers. Well, if you're working with buyers, for sure. I mean, because you're just losing everything. But even as a seller, though, I mean, who is the right buyer? What is their job? I mean, there are so many more questions that you need to ask during this process than like you ever did before. Um, or again, agents that are new and didn't know what questions to ask, obviously are, are not really able to, you know, yeah, if you're learning productively on, the, help. on the fly right yeah. now, you might want to think about joining a team that offers training every single day that offers a sounding board People so that you to can help support you yeah, throw these w- weird scenarios. I mean, there are so many weird scenarios. People are getting offers under contract and then getting other offers that come in 20,000 over the one the seller just signed. Like, how do I navigate? Like all these weird things that are happening in our markets right right. Uh, and you have to you have to be really good at navigating though their emotions too mm -hmm. this is a wildly emotional time like you said before like there's so much confusion and people really don't know you know what is coming next and what is and what is coming at their family so that's the i feel like that's the biggest part of our jobs right now though is to you know help them with that it's this last line i wrote down from brad too it's understanding what matters most all right what matters most for your business right now focus on the important things but what matters most to your clients is going to be very important to continue to navigate 2020 so good stuff brad i I mean it was only six minutes but i I it was a a feel good woo woo in my zoom room it was a powerful six minutes it was great Six or seven. I'll give you seven minutes. So six and change. All right. Racket, Speaking of seven. Racket number two. There you go, Nicole. Good segue there. A little transition from Nicole White. Working on it. Seven client behavior behaviors emerging from COVID. I'm dropping the 19. Just going COVID. COVID, yeah. The Rona. But I guess there could be a COVID 20. 
There could be. There then there there will be. There will be. Yeah. Prediction from we don't get too many predictions from Nicole White. <laughs> Look at that one. There will be a COVID twenty someday. All right, seven client behaviors. This is Realtor Magazine. This is Realtor Mag. We're giving them some love because we gave Brad so much in the first racket. So I'll run through them real quick. Number one, buyers are in a rush. Number two, wish lists are shifting. For they, sure. They've got a beautiful chart here. Let's pop that up yep. so people can see the chart for the wish lists. And we're going to go over that in just a second. Three, buyers are less concerned about commutes. You agree with that one? Is I that a racket? No, I don't think it's actually a racket at all. I think that as long as, they, well, because a lot of people are working from home. Yeah. So as long as, you know, I think people are putting a cap on, okay, if I need to go into the city or go somewhere, my cap is two hours mm -hmm. to get there for that one day. I agree. People are pushing yeah. out their commutes, which to me tells me there's going to be more sales in the future. Because people are going to get sick of those commutes in a year, oh, two years, three years. Oh, they're going to go sell? <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. who's going to buy them? This is a good thing for us. Number four, multi-generational households may grow more common. So people are, you know, including their family. Right. You're seeing that still? I'm not seeing it as much as I was in the past. I don't, I don't feel like I'm seeing anything different there. Nothing different there no. for you. Uh, number five, pets could drive purchase decisions. They always do. They really always do. If you're a do. pet lover, you're a pet lover. Yeah. If you're not... Yeah. You're not. I don't know anybody that's not, though. Everybody loves a good pet. Yeah, you like, six, you like your pets? A first-time buyer could wave. Uh, no, a wave could emerge. A first-time. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that. For Millennials sure. are coming out in droves. Uh, young adults are waiting longer to get married, it says. That, well, there that, was uh, another interesting article, too, that I had sent you that sort of relates to that, though, too, because they're talking about... Because um, in know, the 80s, 75% of first-time buyers were married. Do you agree with that? That's I know that's a little touchy subject wait, before we go on number seven. 75% of first-time buyers were married in the 80s. Dave Ramsey, who's a financial guy, he says uh, you should never, ever, ever, ever buy a house with somebody first -time buyers unless were you're married. married to that person. Do you agree with that? Don't, I, I, I bought a house that I wasn't married to. And you're still married, so that you kind of d debunked uh, Dave Ramsey. But I would agree with that. You shouldn't buy... If you're I, dating... I, I, think, I think you need to live together, though, before you get well, married. Of course, you need to get live, live together, and I agree with that. Yeah. I'm saying, but live together and rent, as opposed to live together, buy, then you break up, now you got this house to sell, and it could, you know... Or maybe just the other person buys it out. I mean, I don't know. I think it's practical advice to be married before you go and buy together, personally. Okay. Um, Unless one person is buying it in their name. Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, my, my wife and I weren't married, and I bought three houses, 19 and 21. They were all my name. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Keep them separate bank accounts. You know what I mean? Gotta. Also, uh, NAR has seen a rise in roommates. Da, 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 da. Uh, anyways, we're seeing a lot of first-time homebuyers in the right. millennial yeah. sector. Well, I said we were going to go quick. This isn't quick at all. Number seven, <laughs> housing tenure could fall. This one's interesting to it's me. It's very Is this interesting. A I don't think it's a racket at all. I think that I think that especially right now with money being so cheap, I think that with people like you said before, like they're like we're, they're also shifting location. So something that was originally sort of their ten year plan or their twenty year plan is 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 changing. Or if they they want more space or they want to get someplace that has more land. I mean, over, everyone's everyone's ideas of of housing has certainly changed over recent years. Homeowners have stayed put in their homes longer than they have in the past an average of 10 years which is longer than the traditional six-year average americans are not moving longer distances 
like they did in the 1980s, although we're starting... Uh, we are you know, seeing that shift. That shift now. As cities urge stay-at-home restrictions during the pandemic, consumers may start to question mm-hmm. whether their home fits their current needs. Absolutely. So if they bought in the city three, four years ago, boom, they might be selling right now, trying to sell, getting out to the Or uh, if they're burbs. now having to work from home, though. Originally, a home office wasn't all that important. Their children are now home if they have yeah. kids. I mean, I think everything is shifting. I think everyone's mindset is shifting. And these low interest rates are, you know, oh, very definitely. conducive to people moving Absolutely. around more. For sure. Which they're saying the low interest rates could stay for a while, so that could... I think they'll be around for a while. The change in homeowner tenure could be one we see coming soon. Hmm. Uh, that is from from somebody very important. Very important. Uh, Melissa? Include, no, Jessica Lotz, the oh. NAR Vice President of Demographics and Behavioral insights and that's where all this information came from let's go back to this chart real quick and just talk racket not racket okay uh maybe we can pop it back up here again in general have your clients changed what home features are important in a new home due to covid check all that applies so 65 percent of agents said no the no. search criteria is about the same yep. so 65 percent of your buyers is their search criteria unchanged from what it was before would that be over 50% of your buyers have their search criteria been not changed at all or would it be less than 50%? They're saying 65% Well, I think what's I think what's interesting is I, I, I don't know that they've necessarily changed but what they're saying that is they important. want like like a home office that is definitely the number one so thing. That's the next thing 24% I, I, I don't know that home office was ever in on the list but this, going this but, high right, no, but going no, no. through the it was always like, oh, this could be my office. It was kind of a throwaway item where it was like, sure, a nice home office. We could use yes. that space as a home office. But it yes. wasn't like today where it's like, I, I need, need a, a home, home office. office. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that right. one's up there, 24%. Yes. Space to accommodate family. So I've heard this, uh, you know, visitors, adult relatives. Mm-hmm. Pets. How often are we going to talk pets here? All right. Well, so. more personal space. Yard. Definitely yards. Yards are growing. Yards and uh, larger homes. Yep. Oh, yard, yard for, exercise. for exercise. I've heard exercise rooms and maybe basement where you could put well, a home gyms, gym. Yeah, but not the yard. But, the yard. but definitely not they up want here yard. because winter is coming. Yeah. Even though I made an Instagram post that winter might be canceled. But that it's was canceled? More, that was more talking about I think the market's going to be strong through the winter. I think it's still coming and it's going to be very cold. And you wouldn't I'm certain be, it's going to be cold. You wouldn't want to be doing your workouts outside, would you? Well, no. In like January? No. No. I don't really like to do workouts at all, That'd though. be terrible in the Northeast. I don't think I'm looking at a house for that. Acreage. This one. I actually think this should be higher. 8%. Which one? Broadband oh. internet access. That's a racket. It's much higher than 8% for us because we have so many New Yorkers that are like, what's the internet speed? Who are the carriers? I've had that question so many really? times. Really? People are yeah. asking you speed? In the higher price range, like the, the couple I uh, was working with from New York recently. Huh. Internet speed is very important because think about it, they're going to do two. No, home it makes offices. complete sense, but I don't. I didn't realize that people were picking homes based on speed. Mm, yeah, because jeepers! They get, I well, need to know my. Very, do I need to know my well, gigabyte? Ness doesn't know talk? yet, but she's going to be doing a blog on internet speed here locally because we need to get that information. To Brad's point, wow, we need I feel to, like I need to read about it. We need to arm our consumers with the information. We need to have that blog on internet speed because a lot of people are asking that question. I think this is a racket. I think it's way hmm. more than eight percent of people you know if if 24 percent of people are concerned with home office the next thing is i'm hooking up internet it needs to be fast it needs to be fluid interesting uh, and they're not going to pick a house if it doesn't 
I mean, if I was working from home 100% of the time and didn't have high internet speed, I would not pick that house. That but town. isn't there a way for you to, like, like, like we have boosters no, in our house? No, there are some towns in Connecticut Nothing? where you have one option, one carrier option, and they don't offer high, high speed. Like, this office that we're sitting in, we're lucky. So it wouldn't necessarily be the house. It would be it would be more the town. It would be a location. It would be the location. Okay. Yeah, it okay. wouldn't be the necessary house, but okay. house within that location. Correct. Yes, okay. Uh, this office that we're located in right here, we have the ability to pay through the nose and go fiber optics if we wanted to, which is the highest, most uninterrupted internet speed you can get. Yeah. In the game. Yeah, you fiber doing it. Fiber optics. What does it mean, Sam? Fiber optics. Uh oh. Sam says it means high speed. <laughs> All right. Acreage eight percent. I'm here in acreage more than eight percent, but we're very rural, so yeah. acreage is up on the upswing. Pool. Is this a racket? Eight percent. Huge right now. People around our area are actually wanting just to rent pools. They don't even want the homes. <laughs> no. They want to just rent someone's pool. But that trend's gonna die in about four weeks when oh, September course. comes. Of course, it'll all be over soon. Nobody's gonna want a pool no. in September anymore. Yep. Safe, Safe place, place for packages, dormant, 3%. Interesting. Uh, that's just hmm. weird. Anyway, right. Any, uh, that was a fun one to go through. That's a good one. That was yeah. a very good one. We'll link that up. Realtor Mag, you can check that out on your own. And then marketer, Marketeer of the Week was picked by Nicole. Well, I just thought it was super fun. Hmm. I, have, I mean, I don't follow Ryan very often, but... I, I enjoyed, across your I enjoyed his little video. I thought it was cute. I enjoy sort of highlight reels like this. So those of you that don't know, Instagram has decided to slap TikTok in the face and come out with IG Reels, Instagram Reels. And uh, basically, it's just a ripoff of TikTok. L much like they destroyed Snapchat, right, with Instagram stories, they are now trying to destroy TikTok. I got no problem with that. Uh, rip off and duplicate. TF says that all the time. Mm -hmm. Tom Ferry, right? And that's what they did here. And so Ryan... Sirhan is already posting Instagram reels. We're going to play you the one Nicole loves so much. It's a, what, what drew you to this? Well, I like, I like speed. I like flashy. I like to see what room he's in next. I don't need to see every wall. And I just, I thought it was fun. I thought it, you got to follow him, which distracted you enough to keep watching, but you kind of wanted to see where he was. I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. I love those types of things. It's though. less than 30 seconds. I mean, it's uh yeah, it's a fun little piece of But you get a content. taste of the house. You get to see some rooms. He's running through. I mean, yeah. it's a little silly, but I, I think, loved it. I think for, as an agent, for your social engagement, integrating reels can be a way to attract new followers, bring more people onto your page. You still got to give them real information if you want to, you know, and I think Ryan does a great job of that. So I'm not saying that this is all he does. I think it's a very nice little fun thing to do and mm -hmm. to try. I we're love gonna, it. We're going to play it here in a second. Uh, yeah, he's running through an $18 million mansion. And where was that? Anyways, Nicole, do you know? No? All right. Anyways, let us know in the comments if you're trying out Instagram Reels. I haven't done one yet. I've got to do that. Yeah, you we should do one. I got it. I got to figure we'll it out. We'll have you run through High Street like this. Ooh. You know, rip, rip, rip off and repeat. Right when you're uh, when you're doing the other video, we'll have you do the. We'll run through. You'll run through. You'll run through. Oh boy! All right, each room on, on the model unit or something <laughs> like that. All right, Ryan Serhant, let's play the video. 